0: This is Random Randy Savage from Code Forty Five Podcast, and you're listening to
1: the Geek World All Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very
0: dangerous from the planet Malastare. you are listening to So Wizards. You're thinking, yous "Are people gonna die?" The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under twelve parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time.
1: What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 314 of the So Wizard podcast. I'm your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co host to the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: I do not have a fantastic intro prepared.
1: Good job. <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis Marcellus Reagan.
0: What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the show.
1: And this week we've got a very special guest, right from the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. That's right, the host of Superhero Speak, it's Dave Markowski. I-, I wouldn't call myself special, but uh, thank you for having me on. <laughs> thank you for joining us, because you are listening to the So Wizard Podcast. Your three friends discuss the world of nerd, podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we've got a tiny bit of news to talk about, and then we're going to run down our personal three top comedy movies. But before we get into all that, how the hell is everyone doing? Dave, tell us about Superhero Speak and what's going on with you. It's great to finally have you on the show. We've crossed over sometimes. We've been on your show, but we've never had you on the actual So Wizard podcast. So welcome. Tell us about you and tell us what's going on.
3: Well, uh, you know, that's true, and... We haven't had Aubrey on our show yet, so that's next. Um, (laughs) But uh, people have look.
2: on this show.
3: But yeah, no, I mean it's. I mean I've known you guys virtually for a long time. We met last year in New York, and uh, unfortunately, it doesn't look like we're going to do that this year. But uh, yeah, the show. um, So, superheroes speak. I guess I'll do the plug. Uh, you can go to superheroespeak.com, Check us out. Uh, of course, we're available where all your favorite podcasts are available. Of course, also the social media. We've got Twitter, Facebook, and uh, Instagram, and it's at SuperheroSpeak and all those. You guys know the drill at this point. But it's interesting that uh, one of the things that is going on with the show is we came to a realization that we started out as a comic book podcast, and we haven't talked about comic books in a long time. Uh, so (laughs) we've made a conscious effort to start talking about comics every week. So last week we did our three favorite, uh, comic book stories. And this week we're actually going to be talking about an old, uh, story from the Spider-Man universe, the death of Gene DeWolf, which was one of the first, uh, stories Peter David did in the comics. So it should be interesting. Um, if you guys like comics and you like stupid uh, humor, you should check us out. (laughs) We make each other laugh. That's about
1: it. That's very awesome. true. Awesome. Well, thank you for stopping by. Now, Aubrey, you don't have a witty intro, but what's going on with you this week?
2: Uh nothing much. Uh and it was kind of a vacation well, a staycation week. We were originally gonna go up to Niagara Falls, but everything is closed due to coronavirus. Coronavirus! So we ended up kind of just hanging around. Uh we went to Legoland. Uh, when we picked up Noah, we we normally pick him up like near Hershey, so we went over and went to Legoland in uh, like Upper Philly area, um, and then came home. And today we're going to hunt for some shark's teeth, I guess.
0: <laughs> so you're you're in Philly? That's close to uh, Superhero Speak, isn't that right, Dave? Oh yeah, yeah. You, I know. See? I
2: actually I looked up um, how far away we were, but I was like <laughs> in Upper. Upper Western Philly area. So we were like uh, 40 minutes away or something like that. you we are in like a uh, Bluebell area.
3: Yeah, yes, yeah. yeah, not yeah. That, it's not that
1: bad. See, we could have met and you could
3: have been on the show. <laughs>
1: <laughs> awesome. Well, it's good to hear you got to Legoland at least. Markellis, how the
0: hell are you? I'm good. I'm good. Uh, we're in the process of doing some... Uh, things for our big anniversary coming up so i am in the midst of working on other projects as usual uh hoping i can get it done uh before our uh, our anniversary uh big things are coming i can't we can't talk about it now but that's what that's where i've been my nose has been to the grindstone
1: oh wow. all right it's very clandestine of you considering i don't even know what you're talking about. So. <laughs> big things, doing big things. All right. I
2: thought awesome. it was only me that didn't know. And I was like, no, it makes total sense. Cause I don't pay attention to jack shit. Well,
0: considering, <laughs> that, considering that we've all been talking about this and I'm the only person that think it's a big deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Maybe I'm just blowing it way out of proportion in I'm, any other. I'm
2: sure I would know if you like dropped a little hint, I'd probably <laughs> be like, Oh yeah, that's, That's
0: right. Yeah, it's a thing we've been having conversations about for the past couple of weeks, but that doesn't take away from the fact that I'm still working hard to get something produced.
2: Joey following bad people on our Twitter. I get it. What?
0: (laughs) (laughs) I have made concerted
1: efforts to clean up who I follow on our official (laughs) podcast accounts. Thank you. (laughs) Just every now and then I might lose track of what I'm kind of logged into and like something out of the ordinary, but... You know, I'm trying real hard, guys, (laughs) trying to keep big booby cosplayers to my personal accounts. (laughs) (laughs) And how
0: how are you doing, Joey?
1: Uh, I'm good. I have nothing even remotely interesting to report. I don't I haven't been doing anything except working and sleeping Uh, yesterday. I literally I didn't have to work at job number two yesterday. So I came home at seven in the morning. I slept until four o'clock. I got up. I ate dinner. I talked to my wife and my kids for about forty-five minutes, and I went back to bed and I slept until I had to get up and go to work today, <laughs> last night. So, um, yeah, I, that's all I've really been doing: sleeping, working, um, and that's it. So I'm um, I'm not exciting this week, but but Dave, I did read uh, the death of Gene D. Wolf off the spinner racks as a kid, so uh, that is a good one. It's definitely a good one.
3: Yeah, yeah, it's funny because uh, I haven't read it in a long time, and I've been rereading it to get ready and you forget how many levels there are to that story and just how gritty it is for a superhero comic from the 80s so
1: i look forward to hearing it but enough about us marcellus let's talk about us tell the listeners where they can find more so wizard podcast
0: All right, so everybody can go to soulwizardpodcast.com where you will find new episodes every week. Uh, Occasionally, you'll find a movie review from yours truly. Uh, A great way to support our show is by doing your shopping uh, from Amazon through the link that we keep right on the website. Click on the Amazon logo, do your shopping, receive your products, and that way you'll be helping out our tiny little podcast. Uh, You can find our social media links there, too. We got Facebook, we got Twitter, and we got Instagram, so uh, get at us. Uh, You can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts and give us a a five-star review while you're in there. Uh, You can find us on a Stitcher radio app for your tablet or smartphone. We're on Podbean, Google Play Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, YouTube. We have a Patreon page, patreon.com backslash Podcast, where you can support the show monthly uh, and receive bonus content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting buddies in a Geek World All Stars Podcasting Network, especially special guest today, Dave. Back to you, Joey. And I have lots of
1: hidden potential. <laughs> all right. Well, Mark Ellis, you tell me there's news. Please bring forth the news.
2: Yo, pump it up
3: It's time for
0: the news Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news Alright, so this week in nerdy news uh, Just a couple of headlines popped up Uh, Number one I know everyone is excited for uh, The next chapters of the MCU Uh, Marvel has announced that they have a director for Captain Marvel 2 It is Nia DaCosta uh, she is an up-and-coming director. She has one film that's out now. Uh, she would have two, except for this uh, pandemic has kind of shut everything down. But she's also the director of Candyman, too. So, Marvel is moving forward uh, with the next set of movies. Uh, I'm sure Brie Larson had a lot to do with hiring a uh, African-American woman to direct this movie. Uh, and I haven't seen her original her original uh, film, but I'm very excited that uh, Marvel has uh, has hired a, a black woman to to helm a, a superhero uh, film. Probably the first uh, the first one, first solo female director uh, in their um, in her catalog. So my question is: uh, obviously, we can't judge her for her work because none of us have seen her other movies. But what do you want, or what would you like to see in a Captain Marvel two? Uh, this is it's going to be a strange situation because, like Captain America, the first one was a period piece, and the second one was kind of a reinvention of the character. Uh, so I'm not sure what they're going to do, but what are you guys looking forward to in Captain Marvel 2, uh, and were you a big fan of Captain Marvel 1? Let's start with our guest, Dave, Superhero Speak.
3: Um, well, it's actually nice to see that Marvel's sticking to their formula and getting... Uh, young directors that they can control and uh, <laughs> yeah. they won't fight back too much against the Marvel machine. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't know what I want out of a, a Captain Marvel 2. I I kind of think it was a weak introduction of the character because mm-hmm. like, I know I, a lot of people have said this. I don't know exactly how you guys feel, um, but like she didn't have much of a personality. Her story doesn't make a lot of sense because she doesn't, she has amnesia. And then when she finds out she's a human, she leaves the planet right away. So it's like, okay, well, that that doesn't really work for me as a hero's journey, but um, we'll see. There is a lot of rumors that they're going to introduce Miss Marvel in Captain Marvel 2 because mm-hmm. she is a Captain Marvel fangirl in the comics. But, yep. again, she left the Earth right after she found out who she was, so I don't know what she would be a fangirl of at
0: this point. So, yeah,
3: hopefully a better script. That's all I want. <laughs>
0: There you go. There you go. It is being written by um, a woman that is working on the Vision, WandaVision TV show. So, again, someone who doesn't have a lot of credits, but who is encased in the Marvel uh, family, I guess you could say. Uh, Mm -hmm. Aubrey, how about you? How do you feel about Captain Marvel 2? And is there something that you are looking forward to seeing?
2: Um, Honestly, I would love to see Rogue added in there somehow. That would be my dream come true. I know it's not going to happen but it would be really cool to see them somehow tie X-Men and Rogue in there because that is how she gets her powers for the most part. I mean, like the, the flying and super strength okay. and everything. Um, so I would like to see that, but I know that that's not going to happen. So honestly, anything that it comes across as good, I'll, <laughs> I'll take.
0: All right. All right, Joy, what about you, man?
1: Oh, I don't I don't think I'm really interested. I don't really like Brie Larson very much.
0: <laughs> all right, so <laughs> next in the news.
1: <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, first of all, the director, I guess, is supposed to be amazing. I am slightly excited because the trailers for Candyman looked really cool. True. Back in the day. Do you remember back in the day Candyman had a trailer?
2: <laughs> I still have nightmares about Candyman trailer.
1: <laughs> Aubrey will never forget but, um, feels like another life ago it does it does I remember it was, it was supposed to be out in a couple of weeks so uh, you, you were really going to be scared Aubrey but you, he can't get you unless you say his name in the mirror right Like he doesn't just show up you have to like ask him to show up
2: I thought other people could ask him to show up though too and then he would attack them
1: too who asked for Candyman 3 to show up that's what I want to know But um, was there a Candyman 4 Mark or no? I want to say
0: no i want there to say candy no
1: man candy man die candy man die and Candyman, feast of the flesh
0: yeah yeah i think if there was a part four it would have a more ridiculous title which means we would probably remember it so i don't think there was a candy yeah
1: man he before. would be in space or something too
0: <laughs> candy, candy man v leprechaun that's what <laughs> that's, that's what it'd be. <laughs>
2: Candyman Electric Boogaloo.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: man, we can only dream. Anyway, uh, the Candyman trailer looked really good. Uh, uh, you can make anything look good in a trailer, so who knows? But uh, it must be she must be impressive enough that they handed her the keys to this, so nothing can be worse than the directors of the first film. <laughs> can't remember their—I uh, I mean, I liked the first one, so don't get me wrong, but I always say to people it's the best Phase 1 movie that came out in Phase 3. Yes. And that's not a knock on the movie. It's just it feels and it's I guess because it's set in the 90s, it feels like a throwback like it's supposed to be. But it feels like a throwback to the first phase of MCU. If this came out in 2009, I feel like people would hold it in the same level as Iron Man. I think it's a great movie, but like, well, not great. Let's not get crazy. It's a good movie, but I think it gets a little unfairly maligned because it really does feel like something that should have came out 16 movies ago. <laughs> so, yeah. um, I do obviously, you know, 2019 Woman Crush of the Year, Brie Larson. I, I love her um, and I like love her as Captain Marvel. So I'm excited to see more of her. I, I just want to see her go on an adventure and do Captain Marvel things. I don't want her to have to find out who she is. I don't want her to be a bit part character in Avengers. I want to see Captain Marvel doing Captain Marvel things. So give me that big grandiose, it, it doesn't have to be cosmic, she can be on Earth, but give me that big adventure. This is your chance to do a, she's an Omega level powered character, especially in the MCU. So you can give me that big like Superman type movie with this. You can go crazy and, and do stuff. She doesn't just have to be blowing up spaceships. So give me that, give me it all over my face, give me more <laughs> of the cat And uh, if Brie Larson wants to show up in a bikini at some point in the movie, I will not be mad.
0: Uh, From your lips to uh, Kevin Feige's ears. Yes. Uh, (laughs) We'll see. I, I honestly just don't want her teaming up with any other. I don't want like the Guardians of the Galaxy or Thor or anyone making an appearance or Nick Fury or any of that shit. I just want a complete, solid story starring her with a nice hero's journey, like a real hero's journey, you know, Who After Captain America, there was no telling what they were going to do for the second movie. And Winter Soldier is probably one of the best MCU movies, if not the best one. So they were smart there to change direction and kind of figure out who the character was and give them a good story. I'm hoping they could do the same with Captain Marvel. But we'll see. We'll see. All right. So then in the other uh, other headline that happened, we already talked about us getting a John Wick 4. Uh, It turns out that the studio was so so much in love with this franchise that they greenlit John Wick 5, and they're going to shoot them back-to-back, which is almost unheard of in these days. Uh, There's only been a few franchises that have done the sequel thing back-to-back, especially 4 and 5. Ironically, The Matrix was uh, one of them, also starring Keanu Reeves. Uh, In an interview with the writer, I know he was struggling a lot with Part 4. There's a lot of stuff that he wanted to do, so I, I am excited, the fact that He's going to get another movie to broaden out his story and hopefully wrap it up. But what do you guys think of another John Wick movie already announced before we got part four? Uh, Let's start with Aubrey.
2: I'm not really too surprised. I feel like that was uh, coming. A lot of people really love the John Wick series. I guess I can see how they could do a John Wick four, but I can't see how they could do a John Wick five. But, you know, I'm sure they'll find a way. We all know how I feel about things that go on too long. (laughs) Looking at you, Fast or Furious.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You leave my franchise alone. Uh, Joey, how about you, dude? How do you feel about John Wick 5 being announced before they even finished 4? Where do even started 4?
1: Sounds good to me as long as the quality is still there. Um, You know, I just, I always worry more and more with these movies that they keep getting up their own ass with the mythology of it. Yep. Where, so, you know what I mean? Like, they don't realize the draw is a very simple storyline with absolutely kick-ass balls-to-the-wall action scenes. And it feels like, I think 3 was the first one where it started to feel a little bit like, all right, relax there, buddy. With the uh, mythology of uh, the high table is just hangs out in a tent in the middle of the desert. Like, how does anyone find them? How do they do anything? How do they make phone calls or run anything if they just hang out in a desk in the desert in the middle of nowhere it's so hard to reach them that that keanu reeves has to die and get carried there on a camel but like how do they do anything like how do they even know what's happening in the in the world if they're just sitting in the tent in the middle of the desert so like that's what i'm saying i just don't want i don't want the series to get so far up its own ass with the mythology that it starts to not make sense too much and it's bad but I mean, as long as Keanu's back and the actions kick ass, uh, obviously, I'm, I'm all in. I'll be there day one. Keep making them.
0: Nice. Nice. All right, Dave, what about you, man? Were you a fan of the other John Wick films?
1: Oh, yeah,
3: definitely. I, I definitely concur with Joey on this, too, because it's like I have this fear that, okay, so he has these story ideas that are so broad. He got Greenlit to do two movies. Um, are they going to now try to explain all of this mythology and it's going to kind of ruin some of the things that the fans love, it's kind of like uh, midichlorians and the Star Wars or, you know, the second two Matrix movies, like <laughs> over explaining it. And It's like, OK, now you've ruined something that was really cool. So uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm sure it's going to be a long time before we see these movies at this point. But yeah, as long as as long as uh, Keanu Reeves is kicking ass, I think we'll be happy. But that's probably the other reason they're filming them back to back, because he's in his 50s now, right? So, yep. Yes. He, he can't do it too much longer.
0: Yeah, tell he's try not, telling uh, that try telling that to Liam Neeson.
3: <laughs> Liam Neeson is say, still he's kicking. Not Liam your ass. Neeson or Harrison Ford
2: <laughs> or Chuck Norris.
0: Ooh. <laughs> you know, now I kind of want to see Chuck Norris show up in a John Wick movie. I think that'd be pretty dope. <laughs> so, yeah, I I don't know. I know that there isn't like a really strong bible that these uh that this uh the story is tied to the writer has said he's making it up as he go as he goes along you know there was they came up with the idea for part four while they were out promoting part three so there isn't anything that uh that's concrete that they're following i'm hoping that the fifth one will be the last one and that they just stick the landing but we'll see uh and that's it that's all i got for the news for this week
1: all right, well, we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and reveal our personal top three comedy movies. Every Thursday night at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific, join us for Weird Scenes Inside the Gold Mine, your essential guide to all things wild and wonderful in the world of cult entertainment. Drop in for a spell as Doc Savage, Lois Hall, myself, discuss the beloved, the hate, the career, and the wonderful world of cult film, music, television, and more. We'll be covering classic films, shows, musicians, and literature of the past, with an eye towards what new visions may still arise from the soullessly derivative mire of our modern age.
3: Tune in, turn on, and take a step outside the mainstream as we dig deep into the rich vein of cult cinema,
1: music, and television. Right here on Rear and Seeds Inside the Goldmine. Only here on the Big Papa Online Network. On Blog Talk Radio. All right, and we are back. All right, guys, so we decided to do a little thing as we run into some weeks here behind the scenes. We run into some weeks here where there's nothing to review movie-wise, and trust me, we are scraping the bottom of the barrel sometimes. We uh, will do a little thing called Getting to Know You Month, which has, due to the release schedule, has been extended for about six months. <laughs> we're going to pick random categories and do our top threes in them. And um, this week, we're going to do our top three comedy movies. Of course, this is not a all-encompassing top three. I have to always say that up front. This is not the best top three movies or comedies of all time. This is our personal top three movies. So that are the best to us, not necessarily to everyone. So don't get mad if yours favorite is left off. We're going to get started at number three. We're going to let our guest Dave from superhero speak. Go first. All
3: right. So I, I actually have been thinking about this since you asked me to, to come on. And I've it's tough to pick. And uh, just three because I do like comedies, though. I have to say, I don't think there's been any good ones in the last 10 years. So I'm going to stick with uh, my number three is galaxy quest
0: um nice
3: i think that i can think that came out just the right time for me too i was a i was a big trekkie especially in the 90s and i loved all of that and and not only is it a comedy about sci-fi shows but it didn't really make it didn't talk down to the fans it didn't make fun of the fans which i thought was brilliant it kind of was making fun of itself you know in a way where the actor uh you know um Shoot, I can't think of his name. Tim Allen. Tim Allen, yeah. He's playing the Kirk role it, it, to the T of like, you know, took himself too seriously. And, and now he's just doing the conventions and he's unhappy about it. And it's just like, you know, it, it's great. And of course, anyone who's been to conventions know that uh, they
1: depicted them very well in the movie. <laughs> I've never seen that movie. What? <laughs> I know, right? Yeah.
0: <laughs> What? No. <laughs> Joey, you're missing you out. See this? You're missing out, dude. You should definitely watch that movie. Even if you're not a Star Trek fan, which I know you're not. I think you might enjoy just the, the um, as Dave was saying, the comic book convention aspects of it.
1: Yes. Well, I think I, I, I always keep meaning to watch it. I know that, um, so Wizard Senior political correspondent, Amanda, loves... That movie. I know that uh, Woman Crush Hall of Famer Akane Satome loves that movie. So you know, these are people I actually respect their opinion. <laughs> Amanda's opinion can be very terrifying sometimes, but <laughs> I, <laughs> I respect their opinions. So um, I, I may have to I may have to add to my list. Uh, Aubrey, have you ever seen Galaxy Quest?
2: Surprisingly, no. And I am yes. a Star Trek fan, so it is going to be on my list of things to watch now.
1: Well, I guess you know, Mark, what you say when Joey and Aubrey haven't seen Galaxy Quest.
0: You just made the list! Put it on the list of movies that you guys got to watch.
1: All right, I'll add it to the list. All right, we'll move on to the next person. Number three, Aubrey, what do you got?
2: Um, I'm going to go with Spaceballs. Um, So this, <laughs> I don't know why you chose this category, because this was difficult for both of us. It was freaking impossible. Uh, I probably chose my movies about five seconds before we started the show because it's <laughs> so impossible for me to find a good uh, list of comedies because I don't. I have such an odd, particular sense of humor, and generally, like movies that are listed as comedies, I'm not <laughs> don't find funny at all. So, Spaceballs, it it's classic it's of course a, a movie by mel brooks most of the movies by mel brooks i seem to like has john candy in it who is one of my favorites uh, bill pullman rick moranis you can never go wrong with rick moranis um it's just fantastic it makes fun of a, a bunch of different sci-fi franchises star trek star wars alien wizard of oz uh, planet of the apes it's just it's a cult classic and it's just fantastic
1: did you see it in the movie theater or on video?
2: Oh, I saw it in, on video. I wasn't alive when it came out. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. I forget, I forget
1: these things. Mark how do you feel about Spaceballs?
0: Uh, I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, nice. I, I love that movie. I used to, uh, I recorded it off of uh, HBO back on. Uh, oh, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> back when we had uh, VCRs and I watched the hell out of it. I love that movie. We
2: used to rent. Rent it like every single week. That was one of the main that in a uh, never-ending story. I feel like we were constantly renting.
1: Well, you know, if it wasn't false advertising and it didn't end, then you wouldn't have had to keep renting it. <laughs> 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 uh, Dave, spaceballs. Oh uh, yeah, no, definitely.
3: I mean, you can you can easily pick any Mel Brooks movies and put them in my top ten. But uh, and I had debated between this and Galaxy Quest uh, for my number three. But yeah, no, definitely, it's it's in there. Yeah, I'm just thinking of of the the, the meta joke of uh, um, yogurt and the
1: and the merchandising. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I saw Spaceballs in the movie theater when it was first released. <laughs> That's how old I am. So, um, and I love it. I think it's hilarious. Uh, I don't think it's in my top three of all time, but there would definitely be a Mel Brooks movie somewhere in there in the top 10, probably young Frankenstein, but that's neither here nor there. Ellis, What do you got at number three?
0: All right. So my number three favorite comedy is uh, actually not that old. It's from 2010. It's Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I don't give it. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Joey. I love this movie. <laughs> it is on top of being amazingly funny. It, does a really great job of being a comic book, showing its love for comic books, showing its love for video games, and having a cool soundtrack, and having a uh, super hot Brie Larson uh, back in the day. So if if that's not a saving grace, I don't know what is for you, Joey. I don't know what more that movie could give you to make you like it, but I think that movie is amazing. Uh, the soundtrack is amazing. The concept is amazing. I love the comic book, and I love just the comedy of it. It's so funny and so fast. Um, Edgar Wright is just an amazing director, and this is him working on all cylinders. So uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. I love it.
1: All right. Well, Dave, how do you feel about Scott Pilgrim?
3: It's okay. (laughs) I think I watched this movie once uh, when it came out on DVD just because it fits into the comic book genre. But I just, I don't know. I never read the the books, so I didn't really get it. it's fun but it's not yeah I want to put it in my top
1: 10 comedies All right, Aubrey what about you
2: Um, I started watching this movie and then I fell asleep so (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember much of it so I wish I could give you more I wish I could be on your side Mark but (laughs) I just cannot
0: trust me I'm used to being on this (laughs) island alone it's totally fine I know the movie is amazing (laughs) The rest of the world know the, knows the movie is amazing. It's just, you, uh, you know, my co-host has, that uh, has issues with it. And that's fine. I'm okay with that.
1: All right. Well, enough said. I hate that movie. <laughs> yeah, even Brie Larson being in it can't make it better. Yeah. She did make The Room a lot better, though. Yeah. She won an Academy Award for that. It was great. Tell me why I didn't get anything for it. But <laughs> um, All right. Uh, everybody's gone with a number three. So it's my turn for number three. Uh, this movie is hilarious. Um, it has um, some very attractive young actresses who are in their 20s, please, when the movie was filmed. <laughs> or close. <laughs> 2004s. Mean Girls. <laughs> nobody? Nobody likes Mean Girls? I'm the only one?
2: It was actually going to be my number one. <laughs> <laughs> so I was trying not to say anything, but yeah. I love Mean Girls. It It's, it's great. I mean, there's nothing more to it it's uh tina fey and amy poehler are amazing um they make me laugh throughout this entire movie and it's not even like in your face trying to be funny it's (laughs) just is it's like the the sense of humor that i enjoy
1: so yeah, it is uh, absolutely hilarious. It's a very it feels like a very accurate depiction of what high school is like, even to this day, even though it came out probably right before everybody had cell phones. So that's one of the things missing in it. But it is hilarious. Uh, Lindsay Lohan has never been better or sounded less like she'd been gargling cigarettes. Um, <laughs> girl from Party of Five is smoking hot in this. Um, and of course, um, Regina George is one of the all-time best characters in any movie of all time. So, I love this movie. It's quotable. People quote it to this day. I still quote it to this day. So, I love Mean Girls. I saw it in the movie theater twice. And I own it on DVD. And I don't own it on Blu-ray. I think I have to, I think I have to rectify that. I need uh, 4K Mean Girls in my life. But, uh, Dave, have you seen Mean Girls? Actually, no. I've never seen it. What? <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a boo this man soundtrack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> boo this man! <laughs> oh, oh, I
1: what feel is it Is that even
2: possible?
3: I don't know. I guess you know. I've never been a Lindsay Lohan fan,
1: so, and I'm a guy. What? <laughs> All right, hold on. We need to bring we need to bring a, a special guest on the show right now. What's going on, Dave? It's me, Lindsay Lohan.
0: <laughs> oh my God!
1: <laughs> I just wanted to say thank you for not watching Mean Girls. <laughs> Have you also not watched any of my other movies like Herbie the Love Bug? Uh, no. <laughs> Freaky
3: Friday. <laughs> no, that one I did see. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Thank you
1: for supporting Lindsay Lohan. God bless. <laughs> Oh, wow. That was
2: amazing. I have celebrities <laughs> like that on the show. I amazing. know. She hasn't
1: been on in a while. No, oh, not a long time. <laughs> That's right. All right. Ellis, Mean Girls. How about you?
0: This movie would not even have made my like top 50 comedies ever. Wow. Really? Really. I'm sorry. It's, a out of a, out of a list of comedies. I mean, don't get me wrong. I thought it was a funny movie when I saw it, you know, whenever it came out. But out of all the comedies in the world, this one does it. This is the top. This is top three. Yes, Mean Girl. Oh my God, you my can't number sit one. With
1: us. <laughs> <laughs> Mark can't sit with us.
0: <laughs> That's fine. I will. I will right. die. I will die on this hill. I mean, it's a it's a good movie, but God, it is not that good. The only wow. thing can't that,
2: all be right, Mark.
0: The only thing <laughs> that I re- I specifically really remember about that is the Christmas pageant and uh, fetch. Try, stop trying to make fetch happens other than that the movie is completely forgettable the christmas pageant <laughs>
1: <laughs> sorry uh go ahead um yeah let's jump to dave for his number two. Oh my goodness um, <laughs> we'll uh, uh so
3: 2008 so 2008 ben stiller jack black robert downey jr and a whole slew of stars and i can only be talking about one movie and of course that is tropic thunder and if it's not in your top three i don't know what's wrong with you
2: uh <laughs> tom cruise is in it that's what's wrong with me <laughs>
3: <laughs> he's not in it much and he's you know he's in makeup for so the whole thing uh it's funny the, the, there's i have a funny story about this though because um it was i think new year's eve and we had we had tradition and we would rent movies to watch together as a family until uh you know midnight and we hadn't seen Tropic Thunder yet and it was in the list of available movies to rent and um you know we we're like ah it should be okay it's Ben Stiller it's Jack Black you know we're thinking School of Rock and some of the Ben Stiller movies and we we're like the kids can watch this it's fine
0: <laughs> no oh no 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 no
3: <laughs> no 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 I mean when the the director uh steps on a landmine and blows himself up you're like oh it's that kind of movie okay (laughs) (laughs) so uh so what do you get have have you guys seen tropic thunder and um given the fact that tom cruise is in it can you look past that and enjoy the movie
2: well see i was lured into watching this movie because I don't even remember who I was dating at the time. They wanted to prove me, prove to me that I would not know which character Tom Cruise was because I've hated him for so long. Um, and I knew who he was, and I immediately forgot all about this movie. <laughs> so, it, I mean, it, it's quoted quite a bit, but I do not remember. I don't remember it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've i seen this movie a uh, um, uh, well. It's been a while since I've seen it, but uh, yeah, I love this movie. When I first saw it, I thought it was hilarious. Uh, I remember Al Pacino, the actor named Al, yes, named Al Pacino, cracked me up. Uh, and my favorite thing about this movie is is um, that Kate Winslet does a uh, like a cameo, where like in order for her to, and this was like years and years and years ago, in order for her to win like an Academy Award, she has to be like in a movie about uh, World War II or play some kind of like heroic character. Uh, and they said it as a joke, and then like ten years later, she actually won an Academy Award for being in the movie about World War II. Uh, so it's like a prophecy. The movie like came true, which I thought was always funny. But uh, yeah, yeah, I like that movie.
1: Huh? Um, I got a surprise for you guys. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> oh. My God. Uh, I'm sorry. I don't like Tom Cruise, and I don't like Ben Stiller.
2: Fool
1: this man! Sorry, bro. Never seen it.
3: <laughs>
1: but it has Iron Man in it. Come on. That was before he was Iron Man. The same year. Oh, well, still, it was before. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm not getting shit on anymore. Aubrey, what is your number two? Uh <laughs> <laughs>
2: My number two is South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Wow!
1: And, uh, came out in uh,
2: 1999. It's an animated dark comedy. It's a it's South Park movie, um, and it has one of the best soundtracks for a movie <laughs> ever. It's it's so it's it's hysterical. Blame Canada.
0: Oh, okay, I was trying to figure out what song it was because there's a lot of really bad ones in there. I mean, bad meaning like, yikes.
2: Yeah, like, like Blame Canada actually almost won for best original uh, song, but then uh, the the song from Tarzan won, I guess. So
1: it That's why they got... went uh, sledding on a hill that had Phil Collins' face on it the next season of South Park.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I love South Park. It's a classic. I'll always love
1: it. it... There's no way you saw that. In the movie theater, Aubrey? You were like didn't, two.
2: No, I was eight. I didn't, I didn't see <laughs> oh, it in the that makes movie. it better. Did I, see in, I don't remember if I saw it in movie theater, but I know I saw it at home. Um, I know we rented it. That might have been how we did it, was I didn't see it in movie theater, but I, we rented it. But yeah, fantastic. I love it.
1: Mark House, have you ever seen this movie?
0: Yeah, yeah. I did not see it in the theaters. Uh, I was never a big South Park fan, but I did watch it uh, when it came out on, on home video. And I enjoyed it. I thought it was funny.
3: All right, uh, Dave. What about you? Uh, I'm in the the same boat as Mark Ellis. Like I've never been a huge South Park fan, so I saw it when it came out on video and watched it, and it's okay. Um, it, it's it's kind of like a
1: extended episode, you know. So. <laughs> Aubrey I did see this I did not see it in the theater I saw it on DVD if you can believe that <laughs> <laughs> when, when having DVDs of things was still a big deal uh, I remember thinking it was really funny but uh, again I'm not the biggest South Park fan so I didn't buy it or anything but I, I will agree with you it is funny and there are some great great songs in there so Oscar nominated blame Canada <laughs> Fortunately, did not win, so it cannot be in the th- same category as the Oscar-winning Three Six Mafia. But. <laughs> <laughs> Bringing back all the classics today, huh? <laughs> all right, uh, Marcellus, your number two.
0: All right, so my number two comedy, and this is a movie that I put on whenever I want to laugh, when I am guaranteed to laugh a lot, and that is 1998's Half Baked. Uh, Dave Chappelle. Uh, plays the leader of a a bunch of potheads who one of them gets arrested and thrown in jail. So they decide that they're going to become drug dealers to make enough bail to get him out of jail. It is ridiculous. And I don't smoke at all. Uh, uh, None of this is like familiar to me at all, but the comedy is so ridiculous and so sharp. uh, It just, it cracks me up every single time. Just watching a trailer, I'm in tears. Um, And it doesn't hurt that uh, Rachel True is in it and she is uh just beautiful i love her um but yeah half-baked 1998 i watched that movie i try to watch it at least once a year because it's so damn funny
1: Huh. all right uh
3: dave half-baked how do you feel Uh, now i feel bad i've never seen it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, and i like dave chappelle which is which is funny um that i've never seen this but i i guess it just flew under my radar all right aubrey
2: I, too,
1: have never seen this movie. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well, Markellis, I hate to tell you this, but you are on a very lonely island, my friend, because I have never seen this movie.
0: <laughs> you know, in a, in a weird um, way, not... in, in a weird way, I'm very comforted by that fact that I'm alone in this island. I feel good, actually. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's a good island to be as far away from us as possible. <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I don't do. uh, I'm not really into drugs and stuff like that. So like it it just I don't understand it. It's not my Mm -hmm. thing. Like you said, Mark, it's not like a culture I understand. So like a lot of the humor is just lost on me. And I sit there and I start just singing Earth Crisis songs in my head and then I have to shut off.
0: So, uh, yeah, (laughs) I, I got nothing. That's right. It is a it is a classic comedy movie. It's a it's a I'm definitely thinking it's a, a traditional stoner movie, but that aside, it's still a, uh, it's still a, an hilarious film, even if you don't smoke, even if you don't do drugs. It's awesome.
1: All right. And did you see it in the theater or did you watch it on video?
0: Uh, I watched it on video. I did not go see it in the theater. This is one of those, uh, again, it's one of those movies that it didn't really, there's nothing about it that drew me to go see it in the theater, but we used to have a poster when I, when I worked at Blockbuster, we used to have a big poster of... uh of half-baked hanging up by the register. And because of my resemblance to Dave Chappelle, people would do, do a double-take when it came to the counter. You <laughs> <laughs> look at the poster and look at me and start. be like, oh.
1: <laughs> you thought you couldn't get some of that half-baked money?
0: <laughs> yeah, maybe, right. maybe they were just looking to buy weed from me. That That's be- right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right, it's time for my number two. And this is one of my, I would say this is probably in my top 20 movies of all time. I think it is absolutely hilarious saw it in the movie theater with my wife just randomly one day when this is obviously a long time ago when we used to just would we used to go to the movies together and my wife would actually go. So this is a long time ago, but it is 1997's *Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion. Oh, I thought Nobody. I,
0: I thought for sure that was going to be number one.
2: <laughs> I, I thought for sure uh, Pee-wee's big playhouse is going to
0: be one. <laughs> Well, we haven't gotten there yet, but I thought for sure that one was going to be number
1: one. <sighs> um, this movie is absolutely fucking hilarious and it is infinitely quotable and mimicable. Any time that time after time comes on, anywhere I am, I immediately start doing the dance that they do at the end. <laughs> it even Even though like 99.9% of people have no fucking idea what's going on, like, somebody, somebody will. And they'll run over and join in in my dance. Um, yeah, it's a story. It's a movie about uh, Lisa Kudrow and Mia Sorvino. And they are in their late 20s and they have to go to their high school reunion. And they're actually kind of losers. So they decide to make up a whole fake life that they're going to tell everybody about at their reunion. And the hijinks that ensue from that. And uh, honestly, it's so funny. I'm just thinking about it right now, and I'm starting to laugh to myself, and I might even watch it later on today. And, I uh,
2: invented Post-Its.
1: That's right. That's right. That's the thing they decide to tell people that they did is that they invented Post-Its. Um, Dave, have you ever seen this movie? I can hear you like groaning over there. So <laughs> yeah. you have and you don't like it? Uh, I'm shocked it didn't destroy
3: uh, Lisa Kudrow's career, and they <laughs> fired her from Friends from it. But, or they should have. Um, yeah, man. I, you know. I think you're on the island by yourself. This and Mean Girls. Um,
1: <laughs> Joey, are you secretly a 14 year old girl? It's possible. Okay, I think I think you we're. You don't know away. what's on the inside of me.
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean it, it's it's I don't know. I I it, it I saw it. It's okay. Um, I wouldn't put it in a top 10 list. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Aubrey.
2: I watch it every time it's on TV. Um, I do like this movie. I think it's funny. Um, It's just not in my top three.
1: All right. Mark Ellis.
0: Yeah, you know, this movie came up before on a show, and I remember back then saying that I hadn't seen it. Uh, I still haven't. (laughs) I put put it on the list to watch, and I took that list, and I balled it up and threw it in the trash. So uh, (laughs) I'm going to give myself the – You just made the list! So that one is going to go on my list of of movies to watch at some point.
1: Awesome. I got to tell you guys, uh, this episode has been uh, really helpful because I think we just got not only a movie from Markellis to watch that he hasn't watched, which is sometimes impossible to do, but we've also got a possible new I Hate You Now watch because I was today years old when I found Mm -hmm. out that there is a 2005 direct to TV sequel to this movie. Oh no! Romeo and Michelle colon in the beginning, starring Catherine Heigl,
0: <laughs>
1: went direct to ABC Family. Uh, this guy has to be face meltingly awful, and I can only imagine. Oh, sorry. Special appearance by Paula Abdul.
0: <laughs> oh, well, shit!
1: <laughs> Holy shit! I need to watch this immediately. To the fire stick. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it sounds fantastic.
1: Awesome. Well, that was my number 2. Let's go back to our special guest Dave. What is your number 1 personal comedy of all time?
3: Oh, this was tough to pick. Um, I debated between two for a while, but um it's always good to stick with Mel Brooks and of course 1974's Blazing Saddles. And uh uh if you have not seen this movie, uh what's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> uh it's definitely was a, a satirical look at um hollywood and westerns at the time uh i actually recently learned something interesting about this movie that uh, mel brooks put in the contract he, he would not make a sequel unless they did a tv show and there was a secret television show that was produced for over a year that never went to air but uh, but they did it. The the studio did it so that they could get him to make a sequel. And uh, I'm not sure how he got out of it. But uh, yeah, that's a. Uh, it's it's definitely one of one of my all time favorite movies. Have you guys seen this? And what do you think? You didn't see this in the
1: movie theater, obviously, Dave. You're not that no, old, right? No,
3: that's that's the year I was born. So. Okay, there you go.
1: <laughs> you didn't have to give that away on the show. <laughs> you want the listeners to think you're young and and vigorous and, and hip and cool. That's why no. we don't talk about Aubrey's boyfriend oh shit. <laughs> crap I'm gonna have to shave my head like a k-pop star now um I have uh have seen it multiple times I think it's absolutely hilarious I love that movie uh Markellis what about you
0: yeah this is hands down one of the funniest movies ever made in the history of cinema uh and I love the fact that somewhere in this world there's a, a season of a spin-off tv show that no one will probably ever see that's hilarious the, the,
3: the first episode was on like the 30th or 40th anniversary um, DVD or Blu-ray for mm-hmm. the show. So you can at least see the first episode of it.
0: Right, right. But the fact that a team showed up, like the producers and set designers and all of these people showed up to work for a t- on a TV show for over a season. And that work was just gone, <laughs> locked in a vault somewhere. That's hilarious.
1: Aubrey, I'm scared to ask, but have you seen this movie?
2: I uh, just recently heard that this movie existed because I didn't go <laughs> out of my way to uh, oh. research comedies. So it's on my list of things to watch because I do like Mel Brooks. So,
1: All right. Well, Dave, excellent pick for number one. Aubrey, what is your number one?
2: It's Mean Girls. Um, I went back and forth between Wayne's World and and Mean girls and uh i decided on mean girls i think what we world is probably somewhere just jumbled up in the top three somewhere but um it, it's mean girls i love that movie it's fantastic not much more to add to it
1: well i think it needs to be added to dave's list is what the issue
2: is. <laughs> yes it definitely does
1: we'll see All right. It's worth it just for Rachel McAdams alone. I'm sorry, Dave. You really should check it out. Uh, Maybe
3: maybe Uh, I'll watch it if you invite me back for a retro review.
1: Oh, man. All right. (laughs) Reset the schedule. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Mark Ellis, how about you? Number one.
0: All right. So keep in mind, these are all just personal picks. Not saying that this is the best comedy ever made, but this is a movie oh, that I...
1: whoa! Well, 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 how come you, that's allowed, but then when I pick my movies, you're like, oh,
0: it's terrible. It wouldn't even be in my top 100. <laughs> because you don't like Scott Pilgrim, that's why. I'm, I'm defending right. the honor of Scott Pilgrim. So my number one movie is 1994 Clerks uh, by Kevin Smith. Uh, it's a movie that when I first saw it, I just knew that it was made for me. It's one of those movies that I, I don't care if anyone likes it or dislikes it if it's a hit or a flop if no one cares that movie was specifically designed for me and i hold it close to my heart uh it's about two convenience store clerks uh working in new jersey who have who are just having a really shitty day it taught it talks a lot about relationships about goals in life uh, being a slacker and having that idiot best friend who uh, f- somehow, somehow finds a way of getting you into trouble when you don't want to. Uh, it's a classic film. At least I think it's classic. And it's definitely my favorite comedy uh, out of all of the DVDs that I own right now.
1: All right. Well, um, Aubrey, what do you think?
2: I've seen it. It's good. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say it's like in my top three, but it's good.
1: Dave.
3: Uh, no, it's probably one of the one of my favorite movies. Though I probably would have picked Dogma over Clerks for wow. a Kevin Smith movie. But um, I also kind of wonder if we would still be talking about this movie today if the original ending was left on. I'm sure you guys have all heard the story by now. The original ending: Dante was killed. Uh, a, a robber comes in and and shoots him, and uh, you know, because it's it's the punchline on the I'm not supposed to be here today. Joke, and um, I, I, it shows that Kevin Smith always has had a dark side to him. It just took a lot much longer to come out because uh, we've all seen Tusk, <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> that, and we've all seen Yoga Hosers. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, no, I but but I yeah no, it's a good movie. I agree.
1: Mark Ellis, did you see that in the theater or was that a DVD?
0: Uh, that was... VHS. Yeah, that was actually a VHS. No, and the funny thing is, um, yeah, because it, it, I heard about it, but it didn't play. It's one of those movies that you read about and you hear about, but it doesn't come to any theaters close to you. Um, so I didn't get a chance to see it in the theaters. Uh, the first time I saw it, it was on VHS, and it was... And uh, when I was living in a really in a basement apartment, and all I had was a black-and-white TV. So I didn't know the movie was in black-and-white. I just... <laughs> I just... I didn't, know, I didn't realize it until afterwards, until I watched it on, uh, on a color TV. I'm like, holy shit, this whole time I thought this movie was in color. So, uh, yeah, that was a little uh, awakening for me.
1: Wow. I have uh, I, seen it in the movie theater, but not when it first came out. I believe it might have played at the local art house theater as a midnight movie at some point. Because I know I've seen it in the theater. But I did not see it when it first ran. I saw it on VHS um, same as you, Mark, me and my friends had heard a lot of buzz around it and we rented it and immediately fell in love. Um, it's infinitely quotable and, uh, yeah, then, uh, a bunch of other movies came out. I remember going to see mall rats the day it came out with my friends. I think we were the only like four people in the entire theater.
0: So. <laughs> I probably ripped your tickets cause I was working there at that time.
1: That's right. Well, Shannon Doherty forever, but, uh, it's a good pick. It's actually a good, good movie, funny movie. So good, good pick Mark Ellis. So.
0: Yay. I'm back. I'm back on the good side. It wouldn't
1: even be in my top 50. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, my number one pick is um, one of my favorite movies of all time. It is absolutely hilarious. And um, it is 1985's Better Off Dead starring John Cusack. This movie was on HBO. It feels like every five minutes when I was a kid. So we used to watch it all the time. It is... uh, Just nuts. It's the story of Lane Meyer, whose girlfriend dumps him, and he decides to try to ski the giant K-12 mountain to win her back in a race with her new boyfriend while actually falling in love with the French exchange student that lives across the street. Um, It's insane. It's goofy. It's all over the place and nuts. And it is hilarious and infinitely quotable again. Um, you know, if you've ever seen people trying to collect their $2 or things like that, <laughs> that's where that all comes from. And yeah, I mean, it was just such a huge part of growing up as a kid watching this movie, because like I said, it was on HBO almost every five minutes. So I've seen it like a zillion times. And, uh, my wife also loves this movie. So in case you were worried that, you know, we don't have anything in common. Um, I believe we had been dating for our first Christmas, our first Christmas ever together. So at that point we would have been dating like eight months we both gave each other better off Dead" on VHS without knowing we had bought it for the other person. So So that was funny. And, uh, yeah, I love the movie. It's great. Um, I've obviously never seen the theater, but I highly recommend anyone out there watches it. Dave, have you ever seen this movie? Yes. Yes. Now do you like it?
3: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's good. Um, it would probably be in my top 15. (laughs) Okay. That's good. That's good. Um, yeah, it's I haven't even thought about that movie in a while, but I agree it was when we were kids it was on HBO all the time.
1: Right. So, so it was kind of hard to not see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think people nowadays like quite understand the power of that. Like there's a reason why not just cuz it's an amazing bad movie, but there's a reason why I love Grease 2 so much is that when I was like 6, it was on HBO literally every 30 seconds. So <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yes, yes. I mean, and it was also at a time where you just couldn't get away from, from John Cusack movies as well. Right. Uh, but yeah, no, definitely. No, it's a good movie. I, good good pick. There you go. Finally, you got a good one. Thank you. Aubrey, what about you?
2: <laughs> I've never seen it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um But I will add it to my list because I do like John Cusack. So,
1: Markellis, what do you say to Aubrey when she hasn't seen Better Off Dead? You just made the list! God damn it. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, Aubrey, it's a fucking masterpiece. I think you should check it out. Uh, Ellis, what about you? Uh,
0: yeah, again, it was on cable, so I've seen it. I haven't watched it probably in like 25 years or so, but yeah, when it was on cable, I watched it like a 1,000 times. Uh, I love the, the uh, French exchange student. Uh, I just thought she was just adorable, and she has one of my favorite lines in that whole movie when she's uh, trying to describe, she's talking to John Cusack, and she's trying to describe Ricky, <laughs> the kid that she's living with, and, he, and she's like, oh, yeah, he, he rubbed his testicles all over me, and John Cusack is like, what? And she's like, yeah, like an octopus, <laughs> and he's like, oh, tentacles, tentacles, yeah. <laughs> it cracks me up every time I think about it, so uh, yeah, I love that movie, that's a classic, classic movie.
1: Awesome. All right. Well, that's our list. Any honorable mentions? Dave, you got any honorable mentions? Uh,
3: yes. The 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 other movie I was debating for my number one, um, of course, would be Monty Python and the Quest for the Holy Grail. Oh, um, that's a classic. Yes. Uh, that's, that's a movie when I was in high school, there was a group of friends. We would get together and we would probably watch that movie once a month. And then the rest of the time, we quoted it to each other. <laughs> so... So yeah, but I also understand that Monty Python's humor isn't for everyone, and there are people that hate that movie, so, you know, take it with a grain of salt.
0: I still haven't seen it all the way through. I saw it, I watched it, <laughs> ah, one. Shut up. I did watch no it, but I was, I was pretty drunk at the time, so I laughed probably, it was like really, really funny, but funny like where it probably shouldn't have been, but I haven't sat down and like watched it sober from beginning to end.
1: I fart in your general direction.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All right, uh, I'm Mar- This is a, two movies that Mark hasn't really seen. This is a groundbreaking episode <laughs> of So Wizard <laughs> Podcast. Uh, Aubrey, have you ever seen Holy Grail? I have. All right, good. All right, good. Mm-hmm. Thank God. What's your any honorable mentions from you?
2: Um, I would say pretty much like any Mel Brooks movie. Should be on honorable mentions. They're all really good. Uh, Wayne's World, um, the Hebrew Hammer is is another one I've watched <laughs> quite a bit. Yeah, um, and, and I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, any e. Mel Brooks movie, Princess Bride, um, Hebrew Hammer.
1: All right, Marcellus, honorable mentions. Uh,
0: just a couple of them. Uh, one being Shaun of the Dead. I really wanted to squeeze that in the top three somewhere, but it just didn't quite make it. I love that film. Uh, And the other one is Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. Robert Downey Jr., Val Kilmer, uh, written by Shane Black. It's such an awesome uh, detective movie that happens to be hysterically funny. Uh, I love that movie, too. So, uh, yeah, those are two that I definitely wanted to get in there, but uh, they they didn't quite make it.
1: All right. Well, I have a couple... That I really wanted to fit in there, but I couldn't take any others off the list. Uh, one, obviously, is Chris Rock is Pootie Tang.
3: <laughs> one of the
1: funniest, in my opinion, one of the funniest movies ever made. I know people hate that movie, and it was a box office nuclear bomb, but I, I love it. I love that movie. Um, I don't know if it really counts, but Heathers with uh, Winona Ryder and Christian Slater Dude, is, what is amazing.
0: With, what is it with you and these high school chick flicks? I don't, I don't know. Man. I don't know.
1: man. that's not really a chick flick. Come on. Come on. That's not a chick flick. All right. And, uh, <laughs> and of course, uh, Tim Curry is clue.
0: Oh, that's a good one.
1: Yeah. yeah. This would be my honorable mentions. All right. So well, I didn't tell you guys about this at all. <laughs> one thing oh, I wanted wait. to do for these, uh, getting to know you episodes is to put you completely on the spot. So I just picked, I have a whole bunch of the top three categories. And I just picked one randomly, and I'm going to put you on the spot and make you answer it right away. You can't think about it. Just just rattle it off, okay?
2: This is the worst idea.
1: You guys ready? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Who's guess. ready? All
1: right, Aubrey, you ready?
2: I guess.
1: Top three rap groups, go.
2: Oh, shit. Uh, D12. <laughs> um,
1: uh,
2: like, groups or just, just like, single rappers?
1: So just throw them out there.
2: D12, Eminem, Tech 9 uh, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all uh, I got.
1: Bad Baby, Little Debbie.
2: Oh, uh, Beastie Boys.
1: All right. All right. Uh, Mark.
0: Uh, Public Enemy, Little Brother, Run DMC.
3: Mm-hmm. All right. Dave. Uh, I don't really listen to Rob. Uh,
0: <laughs> CB4. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, I mean, I, I guess Will Smith. All right. <laughs> I'm from Philly, so it has to be on the list.
1: Um, uh, Beastie Boys, and uh,
3: Snoop Dogg.
1: There you go. Uh, I will go Tribe Called Quest, uh, KMD, and, uh, man, I want to say Beastie Boys, but I'm going to leave them off and go with Wu-Tang Clan. Nice. All right, great. Uh, that was great. You guys did good. Good job. Good job, everybody. So that's it. That's our top three comedies. That's the first part of our Getting to Know You Month, and uh, we're going to wrap it up before we tap it up with some recommendations for the listeners out there. First off, Dave. Thank you so much for coming on the show this week and being a great sport with us. Tell the listeners where they can find you every week on Superhero Speak and then give us a recommendation.
3: All right. Uh, as I said, uh, you can find us every week at SuperheroSpeak.com where you'll find the podcast plus comic book reviews by our friend D-Square. Um, you can also find us on social media at Superhero Speak and all the platforms. And uh, yeah, we're available on all of the iTunes and Spotify and, you know, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Recommendation. Jeez, I haven't been doing much. Uh, what I've been doing is uh, I recently, I talked about this on my show, recently discovered the pitch meetings from Screen Rant on YouTube, and I've been watching them and I've kind of fallen in love with them. Uh, so, yeah, I, I recommend people check them out if they haven't seen them before. Ryan George is the uh, comedian who does them, by the way.
1: Awesome. All right, great. Now, Aubrey, what do you got for us?
2: Um, I'm going to recommend everybody go on Hulu and watch all of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Um, That's a lot of seasons. I know, but they they are coming back with a new season. Um, It was just announced that they have been approved to keep going. And uh, they want to keep going until they die. So (laughs) get caught up. um, Watch it. And uh, they should be coming out with a new season.
1: Awesome. I know uh, my wife has watched almost all of it at this point. So thank you, Hulu. Uh, Markellis, how about you?
0: Uh, Yeah, I want to recommend everyone check out uh, the first Bill & Ted movie. I believe it is available on Netflix, either Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime. But with Part 3 coming out pretty soon, uh, everybody should get reacquainted with the Bill and Ted story. So uh, yeah, check out the first Bill and Ted and get ready for Bill and Ted 3 coming soon.
1: Awesome. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to sowizardpodcast.com, where they can find the podcast every week. Links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. Movie reviews, streaming picks, so much more. sowizardpodcast.com Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We will be there. Check out our YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Search Podcast. There's hours of free, exclusive content on there. If you miss leaving the house and going to conventions, there's a whole bunch of stuff from Rhode Island and New York last year there's unboxings trailer reactions and more on youtube from so Wizard podcast don't forget to check out our patreon patreon.com backslash so wizard podcast you can monetarily support the show you get exclusive extra episodes this month is the only way to hear our review of hamilton from disney plus and i will suggest did i already suggest everybody go to brie larson's youtube channel was that
0: last week <laughs> yes 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 i've been yes, watching a lot of that i've
1: been watching a lot of that <laughs> it's like 600 million views and i am like 599 million. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> sorry fam sorry um now i will uh, suggest that everybody goes on to netflix starting on august 14th check out the movie project power starring joseph gordon levitt and jamie foxx because that my friends is what we'll be talking about next week on the podcast but that's going to do it for this week episode 314 is in the books Thank you so much to our guest, Dave, from Superhero Speak. Thanks for having me. And, of course, my co-host, the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield.
2: It's like I have ESPN or something.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and the expert, Mr. Marquis, Marcellus Riggins.
0: Uh, everybody have a great week and Wakanda forever.
1: Remember, kids, future events such as these may affect you in the future. Good journey.